today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast, Jason and Jamie. Jamie, three things you could have watched on television last night. Mm-hmm. One, the State of the Union address. Mm-hmm. Two, the Lakers-Oklahoma City Thunder game where LeBron James broke the all-time record. Or three, anything else in the entire universe of television. What did you choose? Uh, well, I had a PTA meeting, so <laughs> oh after God. that, I, well, I We I really did, should rehearse this thing before I did we watch. No, no, no. Of course, I did uh, come home and watch all the highlights of everything. Um, so I did actually see both. You had uh, a much better experience. You actually got to I, I was be the game. at one. I, so I split uh, tickets with a bunch of people. Uh, I get 10, ticket, 10 seats, 10 games a year. We just happened to have the wow. game against Oklahoma City. Uh, last night, and we were obviously, you know, was uh, it was in doubt whether he was going to break the record last night. LeBron was, and so uh, we went to the game. He scored 36 points, and he needed to break it at the end of the third quarter. So it was never really that much in doubt. Um, it was a great event. I know not everybody's a basketball fan. I don't know what how, how big of a basketball fan you yeah. are, but you're a basketball yeah. fan, okay? Um, it was, uh, you know, it, it was it was cool to be a part of something in in sports that's pretty historic. You know, we all grew up with Kareem sure. as the greatest scorer ever, and now somebody else is there. It, it 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 was so awesome that Kareem was there. You know, people break records not all the time, but it's I feel like it's very rare that the person whose record they're breaking is alive and well and yeah. there to pass the torch. Yes. So Kareem was there. He looked great. By he the way, he looks great for he's got to be approaching eighty. Yeah. Uh, so he looks terrific. Looked amazing and couldn't have been more sort of. Of, gracious. Uh, gracious about the passing of the torch, and he really, you know, he's sort of he's a man of great wisdom, and yeah. he he's like, look, these things, everything gets broken, and I'm not going to fight for my old records or whatever. No, and, and you can hate LeBron as just you know a sports fan that he might not be your guy, but truly couldn't happen to a better player. His story is wonderful since yes. 17, unproblematic, philanthropic, nice guy, family guy. Yeah. I'm going to steal a thought from Bill Simmons, a great sports reporter, the best the best sports podcaster guy out there, who said this morning, he said, LeBron James has everything in the world has been expect, expected of LeBron James since he was 16 years old. And he has fulfilled every mm-hmm. single one of the expectations, which just doesn't happen. No. Michael Jordan, nothing was expected of him at 16. He didn't get great until college. There's a million other examples of guys who were great early and flamed out. Every expectation Every pressure was put on this guy's shoulders, and he's carried through all of them. He's really remarkable. Love him or hate him. I mean, exactly. there's always hate in sports, whatever. But, but he's he's an unproblematic, nice dude at the core of it. Yeah. Um, and you're right with the, you know, coming straight out of high school, especially in baseball, all those guys that are drafted immediately and get these huge contracts, it never works out. It doesn't. So he, his family was there. Like, I was so jealous that you were there just seeing all the celebrities that, that were there. Do you want to list them off? I, I mean, we got a list here. We got... Uh, I saw Bad... Well, what I saw... Yeah, I saw Bad Bunny. I saw Jay-Z, Dwayne Wade, Usher, um, Floyd Mayweather. Of Shannon course, Sharp was there. Yeah. I mean, what I what I liked is courtside, you saw uh, his two his two sons, mm-hmm. uh, his wife and, and younger daughter. She's very little, so so I don't know where they were, but courtside was... Was uh was his, were his two sons sitting next to Phil Knight, the owner of Nike and the benefactor for the University of Oregon, which is recruiting his sons to go play basketball there. I thought it was fascinating. The three of them were sitting courtside mm-hmm. together, um, but it was it, it couldn't have been more star studded. I mean, you just we're just scratching the surface of the number of people that were there. Uh, we didn't mention Denzel was was oh, there yeah. as well. Um, the biggest he, Denzel got the biggest round of applause. Jay Z not not at core a Laker fan. He's a Knicks fan, so he didn't get quite the round of applause oh. that Denzel did. Uh, nobody got a bigger round of applause than Denzel. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. Jack Nicholson. He's not there. 
Uh, he hasn't been, I, you know, I've been going to games forever and he has not been at the, uh, there in years. The last time I saw him was probably, I mean, definitely pre-pandemic four or five years ago. And, um, he's not in good health based on what I saw four or five years ago. Or he's drowning in ladies. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was exceptionally, um, uh, large when I saw oh. him and, and, and was was not wearing his weight well. That's oh. the best way I can put it. It was the last time. The last time I saw him there, I, I hate to be Bumpy. distasteful or whatever, but, but yeah. it, it was not pleasant the last time I saw him. So, and I haven't seen him since. Uh, it doesn't mean he doesn't go from time to time. But I just haven't seen him. Um, but I think that's why. Here and then. Here's my question. So they stop the game. They have you know the speeches, the quick celebration. Yes. They the Lakers lose. Yes. What is the vibe in the room then? So it was interesting. The Lakers were basically the Lakers got up 12 points early on, and we were all worried because if the Lakers blew them away, then they would sit LeBron because they have another home game in mm-hmm. two days. So it wasn't important to him setting the record at home that he was that that he w- got it last night, and we all wanted to see it, obviously. So the Lakers got up 12 early, and then the wheels really fell off. LeBron, who is his whole career, which is remarkable about the scoring record, has been a pass-first guy, a team guy, unlike a Kobe or Jordan who got their points always. LeBron always hasn't. Um, But they changed their entire style of play. He wanted the record last night and showed early. He was taking all kinds of contested shots, shooting balls that he should have passed. He was still remarkable, scoring like crazy, but it took him out of his game, and the Lakers got out of their game as well. And they then, by the end of the... Near the end of the third, they were down by like 16 at one point or 14 by one point. They came storming back. LeBron, They're down by three or five when LeBron sets the record. And then there was no energy at all, and they ended up losing. So it was rough. As a, as a fan, was it, it was weird? rough. I was just kind of like, like mm. All in all, I'm glad he broke the record last of night. Of course. But, you know, they're, they're struggling for a playoff spot. So as a Laker fan, I was kind of bummed. But whatever. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Um, As a... Uh as a fan of politics, though, I was delighted at Mitt Romney. Have you been following this whole thing with George Santos? What happened last night? Well, I, I not as much as you, but yes, all of last night, the whole State of the Union was spicy. It was super spicy. Can we start with Romney because we love bipartisanship? Yes. We 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 hate when the party that we love kowtows to the other party. Mm-hmm. We all hate that, but we love it when. Somebody does something reasonable and sensible that is also bipartisan. Mm-hmm. Mitt Romney, uh, a lot of Republicans hate him. He is the Republican hero of the Democratic Party. I think that if he were to run for president as an independent, he would have a great number of Democrats who would vote for him. And last night he confronted crazy George Santos. Um, he uh, So I guess Santos was going around shaking the hands of everybody he could shake hands with. You know, they all this thing where they crowd around the president, everybody both sides of the aisle shake his hand. And then he goes and he shakes every senator's hands and Mitt Romney wasn't having it. So during the when Santos approaches him, 
He says, you don't belong here and you ought to be embarrassed. Oh, <laughs> so so Santos fired back in a tweet saying, you'll never be president to Mitt Romney, which is undeniably true. But if, <laughs> will you, George Santos? No. I, don't know what, I don't know what his point was. Like that will that will hurt his feelings for the rest of his life. Oh, really? Oh, oh George, George Santos? Santos is oh, oh yeah. God, Mitt Romney doesn't does he have, care. Does George Santos have feelings? Of course. All of those egomaniacs. Of course. <laughs> He's a freshman, and the senior just looked at him and said, go sit down. No one wants you at the homecoming dance. Yeah. Like, that That will shape him. That will. That has created a, dif- a different path for the rest of his I life. I just find it so funny that George Santos's response is, Mitt Romney, shame on you. You'll never be president of the United States. What, what what relevance is I that? Know. Will you, George Santos? I, I don't even know what your what your point he is. You might as well have thrown a yo mama joke or right. something. I don't even. <laughs> right. So uh, after after the speeches, uh, uh, Romney uh, gave a gave a little talk to reporters. Here's what he said. You just said you don't belong here. Yeah. Why, 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 why did you, you say that? that I didn't expect that he'd be standing there trying to shake hands with every senator <laughs> in the president of the United States. Uh, given, given the fact that he's under ethics investigation, he should be sitting in the back row and staying quiet instead of uh, parading in front of the uh, president and, uh, and, and people coming into the room. He ain't wrong. Yeah, it's remarkable. We, we love it when politicians say something honest, yeah. right? Just say something. Be freaking honest. Yeah. They're never honest, ever. And, and it's part of the gig. I don't even blame the individuals. It's part of the job because we as voters don't even like honesty. We like people to tell us it, we're, we're the worst. I hate voters, myself included, mm-hmm. like the stuff we fall for and whatnot. But when you have somebody just an honest moment, like, what is George Santos doing? He's a laughing stock. He brought dis- disrepute to the chamber, to his party. He's a he's a giant liar. And right around, he's like, why should he be here? Yeah, you should be in the back row quietly <laughs> sitting there. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, but not the only spicy thing that happened. You want to mm-hmm. talk about Jill? Did you see this video? I, I did. This didn't bother me. <laughs> oh, it was weird. Okay. So, yeah. She she was walking and she gave Doug Emhoff um, a lovely- The first the vice- first, first, Second gentleman. Second gentleman. Yes. Uh, Kamala Harris's- Kamala Harris's husband. Husband, yes. Um, And she gave him a big old smackaroo on the lips. And it, it didn't bother me. It is so generational- are you a lip kisser? I am not. I come from a big family, and my in-laws, their family, yeah. are big lip kissers. Yeah. So you just get over it. Yes. I, I know lip kissers. I'm not a lip kisser, uh, and I, my family is not, but I know lip kissers. It always takes me aback when people- Oh, it's, it's jarring. Yeah, it's jarring. But, That's the right word <laughs> for it. you're like, are we, are we going to make out? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, look, Jill's- it seemed like this was not the first time. No, they're clearly, they have a, she's friends with everybody. Yes. I, I don't know about Joe and Kamala. I don't think they're very close. No, but I think Doug's friends with everybody too. But Doug's friends, they, right. Yeah. Doug, Doug and Jill are friends with everybody and they clearly have an affection for one another. They both went in for that smooch knowing that they were going to kiss on the lips. Yes. And, but they also held it for oh, stop a third it. of us. No, no, no. You watch the video. <laughs> this was not a... This was not a pick your cousin on the lips. This was a like kiss and hold for a third. Now it's not Tom Brady in the sun. But no, you, I you d- saw that video, right? Yes, Tom but Brady that kissing his son for me. four I would, seconds. I would yeah. kiss my kids until they were fifty if they let me. Smack on the lips and hold it. I would forever yeah, if they a, let me do it. I would you're do a it. TB twelve weirdo. Um, anyway. <laughs> but 
I well, I think the whole point is that there was a little linger because it was not the first time. I believe they do have like a wonderful relationship. I don't think there's anything sexual. No, no, no. But I'm no, sure no. there's a full text thread that they talk shit to each other of like, can you believe Joe said that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Kamala was on this one this morning. <laughs> like I don't I think a thousand percent they are in something that nobody can ever understand. They are the only two people that can relate. And I'm sure that they have like a really strong relationship, yeah. friendship. Melania Trump can relate. Oh, please. When she was let out of <laughs> Mich- her coffin every day. Yeah, <laughs> Michelle sure. Obama can relate. How Michelle about, can relate. Uh, yes. Laura, Laura Bush, she can relate. Absolutely. First, first. Uh, one other thing that happened. We, so all decorum is gone in, in the it was chamber. Full, it was full parliament, like heckling, yelling. Yes, which I don't hate if we're going to go that way, but to just do it on this one day. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene screamed out. Uh, Joe Biden's speech was fiery. It was combative. Yeah. It was not a we need to all get along kumbaya. Yes. It was definitely like here. Here are my policies and here are the people standing in the way of my policies and this is why the policies are good for the country and anybody stands in the way needs to get out of the way uh but at one point marjorie taylor green screams you know from the rafters liar well it, it was interesting that kevin mccarthy was basically the the headmaster the whole time that was like Shh, right Shh. he never put his finger to his lips but it, it it was interesting that he really was trying to say, like, hey, guys, 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 yeah, guys. And Kevin McCarthy and Kamala Harris had a moment at the beginning that was uh, seemed to have some warmth and affection, in, affection to it, um, some collegiality, if nothing mm-hmm. else. And he's being criticized from the right for <sighs> being collegial yes. with her um, because he who is not my party member is my enemy. Mm-hmm. She who's not my party member is my enemy. Um, and so he then tried to bring some decorum. Uh, look, uh, both parties are awful. I don't remember Democrats doing this kind of thing in the chamber to Donald Trump during his presidency, mm-hmm. uh, and certainly they felt very strongly about it. I, I, I hope Kevin McCarthy can put a stop to this, because this is not the first time this has happened to a Democratic president giving the State of the Union, and it really, you know, if we believe in decorum, we believe in it. If we don't believe in decorum and we just want it to be a free-for-all, then that's a different country. Well, and I'm sure Mitt Romney's pissing off Republicans again because he came out and he said he really is now like America's father. He yeah. was saying how upset he was that that where there was such a lack of decorum and where was yeah. it there used to be. What is his path to the presidency? I, I don't know. I, I'm a lifelong Democrat. I would vote for Mitt Romney in a heartbeat. Isn't it crazy when you think about 15 years ago, Mitt Romney walking around calling his wife mother and yes. us just teasing? Well, 2012, his... so 11 yeah. years ago, you know, he was running against Barack Obama and lost to him, but he ran a decent campaign, but he was vilified by the left. And mm-hmm. now I think he's held up as sort of, you know, it's hard to say what happens if he actually runs for president, but I don't know what his path would be. He'd have to go as an independent. He'd never get a Republican nomination. He certainly wouldn't get a Democratic nomination. He'd run, have to run as a, as a third party which I think probably hands the presidency to the Republican, right? Because he and the Democrat would split non-core Republican votes. Uh, you don't think any Republicans would go with him? I think some would, but I think there's 40% of Republicans who are still hard, hardcore Trump supporters. Yeah. And I have a tough time seeing them voting for Romney, regardless of who the Republican nominee is, voting for Romney. And if you take 40% and you split the rest, you just don't have enough You just don't have enough to, to get him there. Um, unless the Democrats put him up but that would never happen he'd no. have to be a democrat and he's refused ovations to that well i mean we've come a long Overtures. way in 12 years who knows we have come a long you know, way in 12 like, years who knows yeah no i i would have thought that donald trump could never be president yeah, and I, yeah. was, I was wrong about that all right uh but cool night in television what happened on uh housewives Oh, I didn't watch Hustlers. Oh, uh, but you love the Hustlers. I know. Uh, well, actually, I did, but we'll talk about it. What happened to the PTA meeting? Oh, man. I was just kidding. Was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Have Bye. A good day.